0: Hello and welcome to the walk and love podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm TJ, TJ. and <laughs> I'm Brooke <laughs> and today we're going to talk about the life-changing practice of doing hard things.
1: <laughs> we are how many episodes in and I've never done that?
0: 147.
1: I'm Brooke. You're I'm TJ. TJ.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. The Walking Love podcast is a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about emotions, rhythms, marriage, parenting, and faith. It's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry as we find language to live a full life. <laughs>
1: that, and we also don't know who who we are.
0: That shook me a little bit to my core.
1: Sorry. I think I'm it's because I was sure panicking. We, that I'm I... also
0: like kind of looking at this, and I think we've read this review before. Really? Uh-huh. Cause I remember it because I used it in a story and I was like, and then you read it and I was like, that's the one I used in the story today.
1: Is it literally the one I read last week? No, uh-huh. it's not. Go ahead. You talk for a little bit. I'm going to figure is. this out.
0: I think it is. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Oh,
1: yep. Literally the one I used <laughs> last week right there. We'll see. It's such a great review.
0: It is. Don't worry parody. you guys. We'll find another one. I got um, it. yeah, we're, uh, we're doing well. Brooke's finally back from her trip, which she'll get into later. Um, I think you read this one.
1: Okay. I almost did that one.
0: Review of the week. Here we go.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Here we go, guys. Review of the week. Clench your butt and buckle up. (laughs) Five stars. Yes. Get ready for an emotional roller coaster in the best way possible. Brooke and TJ are my favorite people to laugh and cry with. Just listen. You won't regret it.
0: (laughs) Mm, There you go. I
1: like it. Um, I can't believe that I did the same thing twice. That's
0: hysterical. But also, um, that's okay. I guess I should update people on the charts too. I feel like that should be like the review. Oh, yeah. We should do the review and the charts, which I need to find the photo on my phone. So big, big week in the charts. Um, hmm. Something that does help us chart on the podcast is leaving a review. We're still on our way to a thousand reviews. So if you haven't left one, go do that now. That would mean the world to us. And it, we might read it on the air. Twice twice (laughs) um okay what a week
1: should i read in the old-timey voice yeah yeah you're reporting we need to report on the chat
0: what a week at one point we were chatting in the u.s so even though it says out above this is from the story that means that we were in at one point which has (laughs) never happened to quote an all-time classic you're doing it peter Similar story can be said of Canada and Australia, which might take a hit after giving voice to a wild Australian conspiracy <laughs> theory in, those weeks, in last week's episode. It hurts a little to see us dip in Slovenia and Honduras, but not all bad news as we hold steady in Antigua and Barbuda. And breaking news, I can confirm that my dad listened to the podcast last week.
1: <laughs> Was he in Slovenia while listening?
0: Uh, no, but he did text us a long story about how he thinks he's Slovenian,
1: right? Slovenian. Slavic? Is that S- different?
0: Slovene I think that's how you say
1: it.
0: Sloveničkin, Um, <laughs> that's it. Yep. Um, so yeah, so amazing. So if you leave a review, that helps us get on the charts. Yes. Um, we're going to go through all the segments that we're doing today and then get into the topic or then get into our week and then into the topic. So the next segment is the song of the week. I have a few songs of the week, so I'm only going to play nine well, of them. I'm only going to play 15 of them. And uh, the, the rest of the thirty, you can find on the playlist. No, <laughs> um, so William or Benjamin William Hastings came out with an album that is mm. just excellent, start to finish. It's like an introspective worship slash questioning slash loving album. Mm-hmm. It's very poetic. It's a like life, yeah, it's a yeah. lot like life. Um, and there's some really, really excellent songs on it, one of which made me weep called A Father's Blessing, which I will add to the playlist. Don't play that now. I'm not going to play that now because I know Brooke doesn't want to cry. Um, but then he has got another one called um, That's the Thing About Praise. So both of these are going to go on the w- worship playlist. I mm-hmm. guess the blessing one could go on the regular one.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, this one's going to go on the worship. We're going to do one and one. So that's the thing about praise. That's, that's I've
1: heard it both ways. When the rain you want is a
0: flood instead and the roses bloom but they're not quite red and when I reach the edge of my bravery I'll still be singing at the banks of an unparted sea sometimes the only way through it is a hallelujah
2: Yeah. The only thing to do is just to give it to you. And though my troubles shake me, I know they will never move you. Sometimes the only way through it is a hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why I say hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Nice. So is that, that featuring someone? Yeah. Bless, I was going to say, that doesn't sound like him.
0: O-f-r. Blessing Ofer. Blessing Ofer. O-F-F-O-R. Ofer. Offer. So far? Of far. Offer. I've heard it both ways. Last um, thing,
1: offer like a like. Is a person's name? I think so. Or it's like a group's name, maybe.
0: I mean, that sounded like a person just singing, so I'm gonna say that it's a person's name. <clears throat> okay, and then we're gonna add the Christmas playlist in the show notes because now it's yes. the time for Christmas music. And uh, Switchfoot came out with a Christmas album, and uh, I like this song actually like two i like a few songs on it so i'll probably add a few mm-hmm. um but i think i'll just play this one for now Silent
2: night, holy night.
1: Is one that I have listened to for over half of my life,
0: which is wild,
1: which is crazy. Yeah. Um. And there's only there's a oh, probably only a handful of voices that would fit into that category that I would have actually been listening to in like middle school.
0: John Foreman, Dave Barnes.
1: <laughs> Funny enough, yeah. Cisco. Those top three <laughs> just mean a lot to me.
0: <laughs> the Baha Men. <laughs>
1: I should say I should clarify that I'm still actively pursuing and listening to, because of course, if I heard something in middle school, I've heard it for over yeah, half yeah, of my yeah, life, yeah. but I mean like they're making new music, and I still I'm, have
0: a poster of the Baha man on my wall
1: if you, if they were in a lineup and I had to pick them out, if yeah. the safety john foreman if the human if the like if they said the world is going to end unless.
0: Oh, yeah, this is a new segment. Yes, no, I, I'm getting into okay, it so sorry, beautifully. Sorry. sorry.
1: The world is going to end unless you can. <laughs> this is the segment. The world is going to end unless you can pick all of the Baja <laughs> men out of this criminal lineup.
0: Not, in, not implying that the Bahamen men are no, criminal. No, no, no. But, but like just like that, that style sort of, of lineup. Yeah, I'm yeah.
1: behind the glass. They're, or they're behind the glass, I guess. Or <laughs> both behind the glass of life. I don't know, but I the world would end. I have no idea what they look like.
0: <laughs> That's a tough one. Um mine would be I mean, could you
1: do it? No, I have no okay. idea what they
0: look like. I don't know how many there are. I You know just... what
1: I would say? I would I would press the little intercom button and say, Can you um one at a time please bark down the line?
0: <laughs> Even then.
1: And if they went, ooh, 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 <gasps> I'd say that one right there. <laughs> I would save the world.
0: Um <laughs> If The world uh, if, the world is going to end unless you can. Unless I can pick the appropriate size Tupperware for our leftovers. <laughs> Goodbye, humanity. Oh. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> it's either way too big, way too small. And I'm always like, well, that one looks like it'll fit. It's so like, maybe we just need Oh, to we sp-
0: got rice. Let me grab this big you know, we have a Snapware. So it's like, let me grab this big uh, squ- this big rectangle one. <laughs> it just fills with one of the corners. Like, <laughs> What's wrong with my brain? what's crazy Which is, is like, funny
1: because you actually have very good spatial yeah awareness. you
0: could you could show me a t-shirt and i'd be like oh that's an extra large or oh that's a small or yes. that that's a you know and it's like the the um yeah the tupperware thing or it's like we we'll have all this beef left over and i'll put it i'll grab one of the little circle ones and i'm like
1: yeah because doesn't all fit should i throw the rest away so i'm the like world would a bigger end. container
0: um yeah so that's a new segment we need a soundbite for it um <laughs> <laughs> we're also we we're gonna do Mount Rushmore today. Mount Rushmore, Rushmore, Rushmore of supporting sitcom characters. We need these headphones, I think, on the desk so oh. we can hear them. Um, but go but we're gonna call Brad Ellis from Ellis Custom Creations because this week when I was on a walk with Daisy, I called Brad just to chat with him, and he they were recording the Ghost Runners podcast, and so he answered. He answered. <laughs> And he's like, You're on the Ghost Runners podcast. And so I was like, Oh, okay. And so they were doing a Mount Rushmore segment, which I think they took from us. It's fine. I told him that's fine. I actually told him to take it way, way, way back long ago. Um and so he so I was like, so I texted him this morning. I said, Hey, we're gonna do Mount Rushmore today. Do you want to be on it? And he said yes. He told me the best way to do it is FaceTime audio, but I'm just doing video. There we go see. There we go.
1: Can he hear us? Yeah. Both of us?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Why does it say me?
0: Because that would be a
1: picture Can hear the ringing?
0: Probably. Wow.
1: He I said have he, my list. He
0: said he'd pick up. There he <laughs> is. I picked up! Brad Ellis from Ellis <laughs> Custom Creation, folks.
2: Hey, guys. Hey. Walk in love.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Walk in Love podcast.
2: Gosh, you look good.
0: <laughs> so do you. Always. Oh, thanks. Um, so, uh, so I was telling people that, you know, I called you last week, you picked up on the podcast and uh-huh. it was for Mount Rushmore, what you, you guys call them something else, right?
2: Yeah. We, we want to be a little more original than people that just do podcasts and say Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Okay. Podcast. And so, no, I'm kidding. So, uh, we call it Schmores, like, like, uh, Mount Rushmore. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How original is that? Pretty good, huh? that's pretty
0: good that's very good that's very good yeah um big. but i did li- i did introduce you guys to our soundbite for mount rushmore mm. right oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm of so course. i'm gonna do it right now okay Mount rushmore 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 of supporting sitcom characters mm.
2: <laughs> so brad since you're the guest
0: why don't you go first
2: Mm. okay have we have we uh
0: so so the is rule-
2: what a sitcom is mm.
0: uh, like a 20 30 minutes show comedy show situational comedy okay
2: okay yeah yeah i, I know what, what it stands for <laughs> yeah i just want to make sure like so does it have so, the have sit, track?
0: so the sit yeah. um stands for situational and the com <laughs> the, is short for comedy so, comedy yeah, so is like
2: things yeah people in america love abbreviating things so we're just gonna like we call it the
0: comedy is like when you're telling jokes um okay. to try to make people laugh. Okay. Uh you probably wouldn't get it, so we'll just move on. <laughs> that's fair. That's
2: that's uh it hurts hurt it hurt it fair. Um okay. Okay. So I get to go first?
0: You get to go first. The rule is and I text you the rule can't use the same same show twice and it's gotta be a supporting okay. character.
2: Mm-hmm. And we are gonna go like so whoever goes second, it would be first, second, third, third, second, first. I just want to make sure, like, you know, whatever I don't pick with my first pick is, you know, oh, it's not a draft.
0: You can just pick whoever you want.
2: I get to pick. Well, you you get to pick same as me.
0: I could. I already wrote my list down. Oh wow.
2: Oh okay. Great. 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 Okay. Um. Okay. In that case, my first pick. So I get to go all four. All four at once. Holy cow! Wow! 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 Hold on. Wow! 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 (laughs) Wow! 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 I'm just gonna do all your sound bites that you guys do. Bo body, bo body. <laughs> Go ahead. Do it, do it. Do it. We actually don't
0: have that one. We what? have this, we have this one.
2: I like it. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Which we is have the end, end the, part okay. of that. Okay. Um, game changers. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, my, okay. My list is going to be first and foremost. And, and tell me if I'm wrong about any of these not being supporting characters. Okay. Um, but my favorite show of all time is the office in American workplace. Um, and my favorite, my, my second favorite character in that show, beyond uh, Michael Scott, would be Dwight Kirk Schrute.
0: Okay, so you're copying me.
2: Well, I haven't heard yours. <laughs> well. So, okay. You, okay, you okay yeah. yeah, <laughs> No, not yet. Uh, Okay, so I'm saying Dwight Schrute okay. with number one. And then I'm going to go uh, my favorite situational comedy from the 90s is this show, it's kind of like a little bit of a boutique show set in New York City called Friends. Okay, um, yeah, I'm familiar. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's, yeah. yeah, kind of like a like cult classic. Um, but I really love Jennifer Aniston on that show, Rachel Geller. Okay, Rachel, wow. Um, yeah, I think she's wonderful in many ways. I think she's a babe. She was one of my, you know, one of those crushes that I had. Still do, in, to an extent. He can um, take of the lineup. Could you pick
0: her out of a lineup? We were talking about. <laughs> we just were talking about the Baja Men, obviously, uh-huh. on the Walking the Podcast, yes, and yeah. we started a new segment called
1: "If the World Was Ending."
0: If the world was ending.
1: Or no, wait. What, what no. Was, wait, what's the segment?
0: Segment is like if if, if the, basically if the world no, if wa- the
1: world was ending, could you
0: pick the Baja like Men to, like out of a save lineup? Humanity. And Brooke said no. The I, world I no,
1: humanity would be done. I can't pick <laughs> them out of a lineup.
2: Uh out of what 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 like eight, is it a line up like eight people? Or yeah. Like that. Yeah. And there I don't even know how many Baha men there what are, I said. are there four? Like I would guess there's four. Are but, there I mean, twenty? Who that's knows? Maybe that many. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe if the world was ending, could you pick out more than two Baha men <laughs> songs? No. Uh also oh, probably that's true. Um Okay. Light's true. Rachel Green. Uh my third pick is going to be someone. Who in so many ways, I aspire to be in life. I'm a woodworker. Ellis Custom creation. Check it out. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my other favorite shows of the 2000s, uh, Parks and Recreation. Uh, Ron Swanson is my third pick. Nice, solid pick. Uh, solid. Thank you. Pick. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. For, thank, thank you very much. Um, and then my fourth pick. This is where it gets a little fuzzy for me. Um, there's a lot of good options here, and I'm gonna go. I'm from Kansas City, and when you're from Kansas City, there's only like Three famous people from Kansas City, okay. um, besides me and Jake Brad Rebillett, Ellis uh, from
0: Ellis Custom Creations.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Check us out on you know our podcast as well as Ghost Runner's podcast. Uh, but I think one of the other famous people in Kansas City uh, is a supporting actor on Modern Family. His name's Eric Stone Street. He plays Cam on okay. uh, Modern Family, <laughs> and he Bobo. won some Emmys. So therefore, he's pretty good. What's um, his What's his clown's name?
1: Bobo, right?
2: No, Fuzbo. Uh, definitely not. Fuzbo. Fuzbo, yeah.
1: Fuzbo. There we go. Fuzbo.
2: <laughs> what would you say? Philbo? <laughs> Philbo <No>. Baggins?
1: <laughs> oh, man. That's good.
2: Uh, okay. So that's my, that's my pick. So we got, uh, yeah, Dwight, Rachel, Ron Swanson, Cam.
0: Cam. Yeah. Solid pick. All right. Do you want to go next? I can go next. All right. Go ahead, Brody.
1: Okay. So I definitely, it's not in order. These are just my choices. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dwyer. I just, I I just, he just makes me laugh very, very hard from Parks and Rec, and then jumping to the Office, I'm actually surprising myself a little bit in this choice. But I think when I think of a supporting character from the Office, I have to pick Pam, because I just feel like
0: Pam, 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 Pam,
1: Pam. Pam. Pam,
2: What? (laughs) Oh, is your name Pam? Yeah you have been known to bend the rules. say, "I've been known to bend the rules Dang it, Pam! Get out of here.
1: <laughs> um, I have to pick Pam. I just feel like the show. Well, you yeah, know, probably her and Dwight and Jim. Like the, the show doesn't exist without those three right. people supporting Michael.
0: You said that she's like the heart of the show. She is. She emotionally would...
1: carries the show. Yeah, like in, you know, in, in so many ways. Okay, so then I've mo- heard, heard arguments. say something really quick cool
2: about Yes. Him? Okay, I've just heard arguments that like. Yeah, the show was almost she was almost the main character of the show in so many ways. Like you're saying, like she's a heart. Yeah, you know, anyway. she Reparsity.
1: really was. And and it like it grows on you and it surprises you. And then she has these emotional moments with the other characters. And you're like, Man.
0: She gave the other characters heart. Like when Michael was so obnoxious, she yes. would bring and and when Dwight was so crazy, she would yeah.
1: Yes. They would often use Pam's character to bring out Solid heart point. in other characters. Okay. I could definitely pick her out of a lineup. Yeah. We would all survive. Okay, so Andy Dwyer, <laughs> Pam Beasley uh nick miller
0: nick miller nick miller who, who on my feels list. like a main character but it's called new girl and yeah, he, you know so he's show, not yeah
1: but yeah. there are so many things i do or say in life yeah. that are from nick miller um so i have to put him on there
2: do you do Do you ever do the thing do you ever do the thing where you're like weird weird, weird. yeah oh, yeah all the, time. all the time weirder 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 weirder, 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 weirder. weirder, weirder, weirder.
0: <laughs>
1: Yes. And then I struggled past three because I feel like a lot of people start you like you said, it kind of gets fuzzy. I feel like a yep. lot of people are coming in last. And so they're all
0: like there's so many people that that could fill that fourth spot. Yes. Yeah. And
1: because we're doing supporting, I think Job from oh. Arrested Development
2: okay. is,
1: God, Bluth. is so are you saying bees or bees? <laughs> I don't um yeah because honestly the From show i thought of Next,
0: Netflix takeover arrested Development. yes
1: yes yes the original yeah. arrested yeah. i the show i actually thought about while i was getting ready and we were doing this <laughs> so Brooke, I, was I, like, I come i said the same thing as you brad so many times i'm like man brad and i are so alike <laughs> i came around the corner and i said i just want to understand what a situational comedy is i said i, I want you. to make sure we're Thank on you. the same level There's, here i said so of like
2: yeah i think of sitcoms yeah, I, I think of like the, the, like, you have, you know, a set, like, set, like, where, like, like, a Seinfeld or a Friends, where it's like, there's two apartment yeah. sets, basically. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Like, and so I said, whereas, like,
2: The like, Office, like, kind of a sitcom that's that length, but it, there's no laugh track. There's no, like, right. Yeah, that's true. I said, Seinfeld. Just,
1: Get out of here. And then I said, I don't know, like, Seinfeld, like, Home Improvement. That was her second. That was my second one. <laughs> me too. Me too. I totally thought of Al Borland. Al
2: Borland was on my list, 100. percent.
1: And so I was like, but I don't. I don't know if I could pick a supporting person from there. So then, I, so it got bumped off my list, even though it was number two to Seinfeld.
2: Anyway, that's amazing. That's, yeah, when I think of sitcoms, I think of Home Improvement for some reason. That what was, was the guy's first. name behind the fence? Uh, Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> IDO neighbor. Oh yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. What's your list, T? Okay,
0: so my list is Dwight Schrute, classic. Uh, I liked. I I've realized that I like very like quirky characters. So mm-hmm. Dwight Schrute from The Office, Kramer from Seinfeld, just mm. like the kind of jittery, yeah, yeah. you know, giddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tobias from Arrested Development. So, so I, you know, there's just so I'm so many of his lines are just a touch inappropriate for the Walking Love podcast. I think so, yeah. but like just like. Uh, actually, we have one right here. I think we do. Oh, and your cat's nope, still that's dead. But no, you changed we change it. it. It used to be. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. me. <laughs> and then uh my fourth one from New Girl is Schmidt. I, uh, we've we recently started watching New Girl again. Yeah. And I realized how much I laugh at Schmidt over some of the like I think all yeah. the characters are really well written in that show, but Schmidt, yeah. I think, just like I, th- I feel like whoever wrote Schmidt is that person in real life because it's so <laughs> yeah. perfectly accurate. Yeah, so
2: it's yeah. good. There yeah. it is. That's, you think, like, New Girl, like, I feel like the funniest times with Nick and Schmidt both are when they're really angry. Like, yeah. And they're just like, kind of something. like, <laughs> so funny to me. Yeah, there's, like, three or four shows that I, like, will quote-unquote watch while I would work. Like, I mean, it's just on in the background. And I just kind of, like, cycle through them. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's like, yeah, New Girl, The Office, Modern Family, How I Met Your Mother, and I guess Parking Rec. So five shows. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Seinfeld,
0: home improvement, Baja Men music videos.
2: Uh yeah, Baja Men <laughs> Reunion Tour 2022. Uh, <laughs> we Let the Dogs Out. Yeah, Colin, We Let the Dogs Out. Uh, yeah. This just in. Baja Men Reunion <laughs> Tour. Coming soon. Some people still know how music gets made. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right brad well we're gonna steal an idea from the ghost runners podcast which you guys should listen to yeah and we're gonna put these on as a poll for you to vote oh. who has the the top mm.
1: one which it's i lost so, the, so.
0: I, I lost the ghost runners poll by a lot
1: oh okay
2: but you know what though so you you did lose by a lot um, <laughs> i think i ended up winning i think i had 44 percent of the vote i think jake had like 39 percent of the vote and tj walk and love tj at 5% of the vote. So I won by 5%. And Jake's like, well, if TJ wasn't there, we could have Yeah. Died. So I and gave you the, I gave I, you the win.
0: To yeah. be fair, yeah. I was, I was calling you and I was told the to Mount Rushmore <laughs> in the moment.
2: <laughs> have you told Brooke about who you chose? Yeah. Okay. So just, yeah. So there was, the there's Boston was Mount
0: Rushmore of bald people. So I picked Sunny until age two. <laughs> Michael Jordan and then I picked Denzel Washington which I was like is he bald it was like kind of like does Stanley have a mustache (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's naturally bald bald. he he's been bald in many of his roles and you can find photos of him bald on the internet I confirmed it (laughs) and then I picked Jim Carrey from the mask good so
2: it was good for for being yeah I, at first, I was like, "He's not going to give me any, you know, heads up on what we're picking here because I didn't give you yeah, heads up."
0: So, but you know, I appreciate it. it's called walk and love podcast, so you know, <laughs> yeah, kindness, all I that appreciate kind of stuff. <laughs> all right, Brad. Well, thanks for joining us. Check sure, out his anytime. podcast by uh, something from Ellis Custom Creations.
2: How, Com- how warm is it out right now? Seventy. 70- oh, it's eight? at least in the eighties. Eighty. 80? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Hi, I'm going on my first hunting trip tomorrow in South Dakota. Wow. Uh, mm. I live 19 degrees. So <laughs> you want to come?
1: <laughs> Yowzas. What are you hunting for?
2: Deals. Uh, pheasants,
1: pheasants. <laughs> Pheasant hunting. I've
2: never, I've, I've shot guns, but I've never hunted in my life. So I just went and dropped like $300 on hunting gear.
1: Nice. I'm
2: just going to look like a wiener out there. So. <laughs> <Really> fun. <laughs> Wow, word well, that, keep us a, a word
0: that makes Brooke laugh every time it's used.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wiener dingus, yeah, doofus you know, whatever, you name it, that's what I'm going to be. So.
1: Awesome.
0: Right. Well, keep Thank us posted. Okay, love you, buddy. Yeah, you too. <laughs> All right, there it was.
1: Mount Rushmore.
0: Mount Rushmore. Oh man, he's so good. They're, 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 you know, the ghost runners podcast is like, basically they call it like a Seinfeld for podcasts because they a don't show about re- nothing. they don't really, you know, like they don't have a topic. They're just like telling stories. Talking, and as they're yeah. telling stories, they're like improving on those stories. And it's,
1: it's very, funny. it's
0: very funny and very lighthearted. And
1: it's an, e- it's easy to listen to because again, it, it is a show about nothing, but in a great way, yeah. you don't feel like you're going to get blindsided with some like political thing or whatever else where you're like ah, Um, I wasn't prepared
2: (laughs) and
0: Brad and Jake are just they're very funny great guys so Mount Rushmore yeah that was awesome um my week was good you know you left uh with the big girls and so it was just me and Daisy and it's like I I kept telling people like how you doing you know and I'm like man once you have more than one kid and you go back to just one you're just like Man, this is pretty easy. <laughs> not, not to say that having one kid is easy. Right. But in comparison, it's just like, it just feels like you're like, oh, I, I know what to expect. I've done this before.
1: You have more capacity for them because only one of them needs anything yeah. instead of more. And of so, them.
0: like, we just, I mean, we kept it pretty chill. Like, we didn't go out and do a lot. Of, I tried to take her out of the house at least once a day to do something. So, like, I took her to the, I asked the guy that runs our gym we go to. And he was like, I asked her if I could bring her in. And, and so I was like, I'm going to try. And if she like ends up crying or being real fussy, I'll just leave. And like, no worries, I won't do it again. And, uh, she came in and sat in the stroller while we did our CrossFit workout and, uh, she loved it. She like clapped for people and cheered for people. And like everyone just like loved seeing her there and having a baby there. And so I did that twice. Uh, we ran some errands, but mostly we just like hung out here, you know, she takes two naps a day still. So it's still, there's still an element of like, you know, I'm not going to, try to do all the things yeah but she really started walking while you guys were gone which we kind of predicted mm-hmm. that would happen because actually that happened with sunny too me and june went on a father-daughter trip to california mm-hmm. and sunny like learned to walk that it's like she had more space she wasn't distracted like and i felt like daisy was yeah. the same way like within you know a day or days. two of you guys leaving she was like taking more steps than she ever had and then by the time you got back it's like she's done crawling yeah yeah which is wild for you guys.
1: She's done crawling. Yeah. So yeah, my week was good. She didn't have anybody to chase after. Right. And so she wasn't trying to be faster. Yeah. She just took her time.
0: Um, so my week was good. Really chill. I normally when, uh, uh, Brooke leaves to go somewhere, I try to like do something sort of bigger around the house. Like I'll try to paint something or clean something out or I don't know, just do something that's like thoughtful, I guess. And this time I asked her if I didn't have to do that. I was like, to be totally honest, I don't really want to. I think it'll be ch- sort of challenging with Daisy mm-hmm. to do like, especially to do any painting because it's like, you know, she, she's crawling and walking and all that kind of stuff. So I don't want to clean it up and set it all back out. So <laughs> And Brooke gave me the all clear that that was fine. She just had one job for me to do. Um, and so it was just like, r- honestly, it was super relaxing. Like I just kind of hung out, did a little bit of work when I could, went to the gym when I could. You know, just had one baby. Yeah. So how was yours? Yours was the bigger week.
1: Yeah. Our trip was great. Um, The girls, you know, they've been on enough flights and they're almost five and almost eight. So they just, they were fine.
0: It's less, it's so, once you get over the like three.
1: Well, it depends on your kid, maybe four.
0: Maybe four. Like once they could just watch a full movie.
1: And they just kind of understand like, oh, this is just what we're going to do for yeah. the next few hours, but we're going to get somewhere and it's going to be great. Yeah. So they were just, they were fine. Like it didn't cost me a lot of coins. Right. <laughs> as many as traveling often does, mm-hmm. especially flying on an airplane, like um, just all of it, all of the airplane, not airplane specific. I'm not afraid of an airplane. All the airport, that's what I should say, stuff Yeah, can often make me feel like, oh man, that's so many coins I'm right. about to spend to get from A to B. So the flights were great. And our time in Pennsylvania was awesome. Um, it was really warm. Yeah. It was like in the 70s the whole time, which was beautiful. But <laughs> the girls day one, the morning, well, I guess it's like day one and a half, day two. When we finally woke up in Pennsylvania, they uh, were so excited to go outside and play. And they put on like their sweatshirts and their new jackets and they wanted their gloves and all their stuff. And within 10 minutes, everything was off. He was down to her t shirt and had her shoes off because it was so warm,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but that was fine, it made for a really just pleasant time. Yeah, we were so outside a lot, right? The girls played in my parents' yard a lot. We went to a park, we went to a harvest festival. We just like were able to do things that we weren't like freezing, freezing over, um, which I appreciated. So, um, yeah, and then the actual concert, which is what we went in for my dad's 30th anniversary concert. Um, he's been a kids and family musician my whole life. And so it's been 30 years since his, the release of his first album, mm-hmm. um, which was called Today and Tonight. It was a cassette tape. I can still picture the art. So on the, on the A side was like songs for today, like happy, more upbeat songs. And then on the Tonight side was like a sleepy, you know, yeah. like put your kid to bed, like calming songs. Um, and so yeah, the con I mean, the concert itself, actually how it looked, how it sounded, the band, like it was so good. Um, it was cool to see him play. He often plays with the band, but like he had a lot of people. Like it was way more than normal. Like there was a mm. whole horn section and there was just yeah. there was two keyboard players and there was a fiddle and there was like just all the stuff instead of like a three piece band, yeah. which is kind of normally what he kind of travels around with to schools and stuff. Um but then separate from the literal show being great, um, it was just, I was so glad I went. I was yeah. so glad I was there and that I took the time to travel and I made it a priority.
0: Huge shout out to my mom.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, because, yeah, we were all in the front row and like almost all the co- you know, Daisy wasn't there. Um, but like all the cousins were there. And it was cool because like June and Sunny have seen my dad play but i don't know especially sunny like i don't think she remembers right. any other concert june i think remembers a couple but i don't think sunny did necessarily so it was really cool to see them like experience that yeah. in a way that they were like oh i totally know what's happening and it was just it was really really sweet um so yeah the show was great and i got to see some extra people that i didn't think i like yep. that i was trying to i was trying to see some other people then so that when we go back for christmas in a couple weeks which is a short trip in terms of all that is happening during that time. I don't feel like, oh, I didn't get to see anybody extra. You yeah. Know. Um, it was like
0: a bonus trip.
1: Yeah. Which was really, really cool.
0: Yeah. So. It's really cool. And it's just cool to see like someone do something for such a long time. And like, Oh yeah. You know, like, you, you know, people are like, how did, you know, you know, I'm sure your dad gets questions like, how'd you make a career out of it? And he's like, well, I just kept doing it for 30 years. Yeah. Like, you know and and and, now it's a career yeah Yeah. and so it's just like it's very very cool so and and again like we're we're always super grateful because my mom's a flight attendant so we get to fly space available which means the tickets are basically free very cheap Um, and so she was actually flying a trip from newark she flies out of newark newark to honolulu so brooke flew over flew maui to honolulu which is like what a 40 minute flight twenty minute yeah you're in the airport longer. It says than,
1: 40 minutes, but it was not yeah. 40 minutes. And then uh, uh-uh.
0: she jumped on my mom's, the plane my mom was the flight attendant of. And so like the girls got to go in the cockpit. And Yes. Yeah. Cause like, she was
1: actually working it. She wasn't just on it to yeah. ride with us. And it was, so that was works really works cute to see those galley. photos yeah. of them.
0: And then I, I just love just like kind of experiencing the trip, like. All the followers and uh, subscribers experienced it. Like it was just like, oh, this is cool. Like I'm just following along, waiting for the next story and seeing yeah. what you're up to. And yeah, um, so that was really cool. And it was just cool to see that. Like I was just really proud that you did it because I think Brooke of a year ago probably wouldn't have done it. Um, and yeah. you know, just just it would have cost too many coins. And so, right. to, to, but to I wouldn't s- have known that.
1: I didn't have that language. Right to, to be like this. This is why I feel this anxious about it, or this yeah. is why I'm choosing not to. And so
0: to see the personal growth, kind of like we talked, we talked about travel last week, but like mm-hmm. you were healthy enough to be like, I'm going to go. This is going to be worth the the 12 hour day in the airport or whatever it's traveling Even for. more, yeah. Essentially 24 hours, like especially on the way back, it's it can be rough, um, especially when you're flying into Newark because then it's another yeah,
1: Newark, New Jersey is like almost three hours from from Lancaster, Lancaster where we and are. so
0: it's like that's another just like addition. Yeah, um, and so like. It was just really cool to see you do it. I, I also got excited because I because the the concert was at the junction center. Mm-hmm. Our event our live events are at supply, yeah, which is probably a third of the size of the junction center, yeah, and I'm envisioning a much larger Christmas extravaganza.
1: Oh wow where at everybody the junction could be in center
0: one. where everybody could come oh, at one cool. time. Yeah. And maybe we could convince a band to come and play some Christmas music. <sighs> That's my vision. For, like, and I want to see how this year goes. Obviously it's the first time that we've done yeah. it, um, which I'm very excited. Both events are sold out the 22nd and the 23rd. Um, just super stoked about the event. I, yeah. I'm also very excited because, you know, the 22nd and then after the event on the 23rd, we'll open up a, a giant pop-up shop mm-hmm. at Supply. So if you guys need some last minute Christmas gifts, we'll have tons of stuff available. Yeah. Um. And so that'll be really cool. So we're just looking forward to that. I. I definitely start to feel like man, the end of the year is coming. It's like we're well, I got we're an there. email
1: at least a week ago from I don't know. It's like some brand I get emails from that was like, just so you know, Christmas is seven weeks away. And I was yeah. like, oh! yeah. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> Which is wild. Um. Another wild thing that happened over the last few weeks is we got to a hundred thousand. Instagram followers, which yeah. is just insane to me. It like, so I, I was telling my family in our group text, like, you know, this is a big milestone for us. Yeah, um, it, it's really cool, like, to to see that number. You know, obviously, it's not always the like, it, it's part of goals, but it's not like the goal. Like, it's right. like our goal. Having
1: is- a lot of followers does not mean you instantly have a successful business. Right, exactly. Or you, you know.
0: You know, our, our goals for business are much more sales-related and profit-related. And so like, but yeah. but we, we were conscious of the amount of followers we have. Yeah. And so I was texting my family in the group chat. I was just like, hey, we hit this milestone. And I'm like, just for some perspective, um, the Lincoln Financial Field, which is the Philadelphia Eagles Stadium, yeah. fits 67,000 people. Yep. And it's just like, that to me is... <laughs> absolutely insane and it is and, insane. and i'm sure that like not everybody in that 100k followers is real like you know every account oh, has right. fake followers you know whatever but like that type of number and i think that's always well,
1: and, and not every like it doesn't mean that's your engagement rate yeah. it doesn't mean that's who's seeing our stuff yeah, every time but it's just like but it is that many accounts that hit follow and i and
0: <laughs> i think it's like it's crazy like something we always tell when we whenever we're like doing like whenever i did like a t-shirt academy or i'm doing a class like that I try to tell people like, okay, you have a hundred followers. Could a hundred people come over to your house or your apartment right now and all fit? Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I mean, that would be like, our house would feel full. Like every room would be full if there Mm -hmm. were a hundred people here. Yeah. And it's like, you you need to add that perspective of like, you know, again, it's not the goal, but it's like, you know, for business, you're you're aware of it. Um, But it was just like, that was just crazy because, and the reason because of it was this real that so June and I made a reel one day, she mm-hmm. like wanted to work with me. And I was like, all right, let's go up and we'll make this like, and it's this little basket coming in. You know, she sets down this basket and we drop shirts into it. And so I recorded audio on my phone over it. That was like, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I think I need a bigger card. Yeah. And that reel has gone completely viral. Mm-hmm. It has over a million views, which is like, that's insane. <laughs> but it's crazy to see people use it. Like mm-hmm. I we've gotten met, like someone messaged me and was like, is this your voice? (laughs) And I was like, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, You know, which is just wild. And so like, that's really cool. The reason I'm saying all this is I would love to know if anybody is listening to the podcast that has come this way because of that reel. That that
1: just came over. Yeah. So just like
0: send us a message if that's you, because that to me, that's like for us, that's always the goal. We want people to come and listen to the podcast. We want people to spend time with us here um, and get to know us. And so... Um, and hopefully mm. that we can add value to their lives and give them language. Um, and so I'm always just curious. we
1: value, babe. We're calling Brad.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of value. <laughs> um,
0: Brad Ellis from Ellis Custom Creations, that is. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just curious to, to know if anybody's like a recent follower that maybe came across that reel mm-hmm. and is now actually listening to the podcast message us on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was like a cool thing that happened this week that like, and, and honestly, like I kind of felt like okay, our Instagram is sort of maxed out. Like, yeah, we've kind of plateaued and like, that's okay. Like we can make a business out of that. Like, that's not like, again, that's not the goal, but it was like kind of fun to, to be sort of like reinvigorated of like, Oh no, you could still grow. Like we could, st- that's still possible. Like, cause yeah. I, for the longest time I was like, it's kind of over in yeah. terms of like, compared, to how, it used compared to, be. to how it used to be. And so that was just kind of cool to, so I don't yeah. know if that really matters, but that's just <laughs> my little. <laughs> but none that matters. Yeah. So. But none of that matters. Um, <laughs> So yeah, the trip was cool. Um, it was, it was interesting. You said that one thing you were really surprised about by the trip mm-hmm. was that the girls didn't miss me. I mean, they, they, they did, did they but did. their number one request or that, like whenever they got like sad and tired was yeah. what?
1: Was that they missed Daisy,
0: which is just so sweet.
1: So sweet. June kept saying, I might cry every time she saw a video that you would send of her or see, she'd see a picture like, they, like, viscerally missed her, which I just was not anticipating. Yeah. I just, it literally didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. You know, there was a couple times where they're like, I want dad. And, you know, yeah. they would ask for you. But I, I figured that would happen. Yeah. So, it was just the sweetest thing that, that really, I don't know, it was a nice, not reminder, not like I feel like they don't love her yeah. <laughs> at all. But, like, she is still so little. Yeah. And so, she's and not. she's
0: not playing with them. Um, right. And yeah, and, you like, know,
1: But it was so sweet.
0: And it's really cool because like, you know, Brooke and I talk about this all the time, but we, you know, June and Sunny and Daisy will know each other longer than they'll know us. Yeah. And so the goal, you know, like it's such a incredible sadness when you hear about siblings later in life and they're like, I don't talk to my brother. I don't talk to my sister or I don't Mm -hmm. talk, you know, because of something that happened when they were kids. And it's like, we do not want to cultivate that sort of animosity or relationship. Mm -hmm. We want to cultivate a lifelong friendship because they'll they will be the people that they know each other the longest. Yeah. And so it's like that was really encouraging to me that like okay, even though there's a 7 year difference right now which won't feel long 30 years from now. Right. won't feel like a big difference 30 years from now like even now it feels like they want to be around each other. So yeah. I'm like okay, good. We're doing something right. <laughs> um but so t- so today uh, on the podcast, we're going to talk about. We're, we're in this series called Life Changing Habit or Practice of Fill in the Blank. So it started with the life changing habit of deciding once. Mm-hmm. And then we did another episode and we're like, let's go back to this sort of premise. Yeah. We did Sabbath, which I actually think is like, if if we could go back and start with a topic, I think we would have started with Sabbath. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then last week was travel because I had traveled to Vegas. Brooke just did this trip. And so, and it was really cool for me to see so many people like kind of engage with that episode like Mm -hmm. it was one where i was like i don't know if people are going to be like on like not that people don't like travel but i just feel like people be like oh it's not for me but it was so cool to see so many people like especially in the subscriber chat just be like oh this is really encouraging this is what i needed we just booked a trip like you know like that was cool to see
1: i feel like it was a even for me it was like a helpful
0: refresh it
1: was like a refreshed perspective on like oh yeah there are chairs behind in why travel matters. It's not yeah. just fun.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, cause sometimes it's not fun for a hot second, yeah. but like it does matter and it does make a difference.
0: And uh, so that was really cool. And, um, this week I was, uh, you know, we were talking about like, what are some other things we can talk about sort of in this sphere? And I was like, the one that keeps popping into my head is the life changing practice of doing hard things. And so, um, yeah, I, I, it's one of those things where it's like, I think we just described the whole episode in yep, one sentence. Everybody so do hard things. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like by default, hum- humans, mm-hmm. most humans, maybe not all, there are some sort of like, you know, go-getters and people that are like, really like just wired that way. We, we shy away from the hard things in life. We yeah. avoid them, you know, like we don't want to do them. Uh, they scare us. We get fearful. We talk ourselves out of them. And so I just felt like, man, what a, what a topic to encourage people who are like on the verge of maybe doing something hard or are in that process of making excuses to do hard things. Mm -hmm. Um, what, what just a great topic that we can maybe encourage someone out there or, uh, you know, kind of talk about our sort of where we've been and how, whether that's been easier, you know, some of those things that we've done. So, I thought we would start the conversation with what are some hard things, like if you look back and we're going to remember the lion and the bear, Mm -hmm. uh, that's a phrase we use based on the story of David and Goliath. He remembered the lion and the bear and was able to defeat Goliath. God had shown him what he was capable of and had walked with him through the lion and through the bear. And so he was confident that he's going to be with me now with Goliath. So Mm -hmm. that's the phrase. Um, And so I would love to know, Brooke, for you, are there things when I say, let's create the practice of doing hard things that you're instantly like, that's one for me. Like, Having
1: baby number two. Okay. Which I didn't think about earlier at all when we were okay. talking about this, but when you phrase it like that, like I I, I wasn't scared necessarily to have baby number one. You, you sort of have the, uh, uh, not oblivious. What's the phrase? The
0: gift of naivety. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so you're just like, yeah, that sounds great. Like, yeah, that's where we're at in life. It, yeah, like, so let's do that, yeah. you know. But, like, having number two was, like, which, which, I, which I talk about in the episode um, where I share the girls' birth stories. Is that mm-hmm. the one that's yep. in it? Um, it's, like, early on.
0: Yeah, very early on. Courage over fear.
1: Yeah, courage over fear. Um, That was something that was very hard. But then, because I had baby number two, I had the... Lion and the bear moments, the muscle memory, the like, okay, I, I can do this. And while I still feel some of these same things for baby number three, I, I just, I felt a lot more, um, peace and more confidence surrounding that that hard thing. This is,
0: this is a hard thing, but it's totally a hard thing that's worth it.
1: Yes. Um, that's probably the one at the top of my list. Um, just that felt big, like really big. Um, and then I maybe moving here. It was hard in a lot of ways, but that was more just like a, I mean, I guess it falls into that category. That just felt more of like another line in the bare moment, like in a different way that like we had had other decisions in life that we took a long time to make. And we were miserable while kind of dragging out this decision-making process because we knew what we were supposed to do and we were just kind of not doing it quickly enough. And so there was moving here and selling the house and doing all the crazy things, um, didn't feel like as much of a hard thing right other people were like I just don't understand how you're yeah, doing how it you like do how that? How? Okay. Yeah. not like how dare you how but just like how how did you make all that happen so quickly and all yeah. those things like that to them I think it was like that feels so hard and so huge and so drastic and I would say that actually because of other things in life that didn't feel as hard yeah even though it still was um it was a hefty thing yeah. <laughs> like more yeah. than hard 100 percent yeah yeah, I would say what like
0: for me, the hardest, the first thing that pops into my mind, I have two, I have two, two different ones. One is really random and okay. feels like really TJ. And then one is like, when we decided to end to stop doing walk in love, that yeah. was a hard thing that took basically 11 months for me to make that decision. Yeah. Um, and so it's like that one, I remember just being like, but it was only hard because I was disobedient for so long. Like mm-hmm. it was hard because like, I, I thought we were done forever. And I was like, man, this is really sad. I'm ending this chapter in my life for yeah. the unknown. So that part of it was super challenging and hard. But I think the, like when I look back and think about how hard the decision was, I mostly think about the, the sort of frustration of like not really listening to the Lord mm-hmm. and just like being like, like kind of battling him. Mm-hmm. That was the hard part because once we we made the decision and we made that announcement video and we cried the tears that we cried and all that kind of stuff, it was Mm -hmm. like this weight was lifted off. And so like sometimes I feel like the hard part of life and doing the hard thing is like being obedient. Mm -hmm. And so I felt that that's the first thing that pops into my mind is like almost fighting that obedience. And so like that was the hard part Mm -hmm. where the decision actually ended up feeling easy because really, it was like I was fighting my own like sort of selfishness. Uh, you know, my selfishness was so like front and I think center. Self,
1: yeah, but I think also fear. Like fear of like, okay, I hear you, Lord, but if we stop, then what? Like, don't you feel like the... No, I don't think the, it was fear. I think wasn't... it was
0: just like, I, I don't want to do this. It's, mm. you know, like I, want, I just don't. Like, yeah. you don't tell me what to do. Like selfishness okay. sort of arrogance to feel like I had a better plan for my life and my world than God mm. did. Like, you know, and, and I feel like that's a hard thing to realize, <laughs> you know, that you're just like, Oh yeah, I was still am being sanctified. This is fun. <laughs> Sometimes it's super fun. <laughs> cool, 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 um, so that was one thing. And then the other thing, which like now is a hard thing that has turned into a practice. It was taking a month off of our phone. Mm. Like, so it started, Three years ago, so we, we've done it three times now, three Januarys. Mm-hmm. But the first time, so the first time, about halfway through the year before it, I was like, I felt this conviction of like, you need to take a month off of your phone, and I was just like, that does not sound like something I'd enjoy. <laughs> um, like, you sure? You, is that is that what you're like? Is that it?
1: I don't. Th- I think the the messaging. I don't think Are that was meant for me.
0: Trying to talk to the neighbor, um, because yeah. uh, you know, um. And it's just like, you know, all those questions of like, how will I do this? What will people think? What will it do to our business? All that kind of stuff. Like just. Yeah. And, uh, and so that was a hard decision to make. And like, uh, it was a hard thing to do, but again, one of those things where it's like, man, obedience brings peace. And so it was like this hard thing to be obedient to that now I almost long for every year. Um, and I really encourage people to do it. It's Mm -hmm. like take a month off of social media, you know, the first month I literally put my phone in an envelope, You
1: turned it off, turned and it sealed off, sealed it in something. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, uh, and so that was like a totally different perspective. Now that now I, I don't do that. I just delete all the social apps and use it as a phone and, and, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, music yeah. essentially. But, uh, that was, that was a really hard thing for me to do. And it's like, I feel sort of embarrassed that like really DJ it's just a phone, you know,
1: oh. but But I mean,
0: yeah, it's so, so part of our daily lives and rituals that like, it was definitely, like it it felt to me, you know, it's like something that's sort of designed to be addictive. And so it's like, I'm assuming people who quit smoking cigarettes probably Mm. feel that same way. Like really it's just a cigarette, but like if it's designed to be, to, to create addictive patterns in your behavior yeah, and it's going to be hard to give it up. And so, yeah, but now it's like a hard thing that's turned into a habit and it's like, that habit is very refreshing. And so I, I think what I am realizing through my own uh, talking is that like (laughs) the hard things that we do end up being worth the personal growth or the habit that they create.
1: The discomfort the first time around, the first few times. Yeah. And it's like,
0: I was just watching these reels. So I'm like, pretty into fitness right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've always been into fitness, but I yes. feel like my Instagram algorithm is learning that it's like <laughs> funny videos, meme fails, fitness. And I was watching this one guy talk. I don't know who he was, but he was, he was talking and he was saying that, um, he ha- he had this, he, he, he talked to this guy who lost a hundred pounds and he was like, how did you do it? And he said, okay, for the first, again, I'm my butcher, some of the time frames. But he was like, for the first 30 days, I told myself I needed to work out at the gym for five minutes a day. Mm -hmm. So I would get ready. I'd go to the gym. I'd start my clock. Five minutes would go by and then I'd leave. And people like when he was, when this guy was telling the story to other people, he was like, well, that's dumb. Why didn't you just stay longer? And he's like, because he was trying to develop the habit, the hard habit, doing the hard thing of just showing up. Mm -hmm. And for 30 days, he did that. Mm -hmm. And then once you develop that habit or that once you do that hard thing over and over and over again, then that part becomes easy because the hardest part of exercise is like just starting it.
1: Uh, I think the hardest part of life is Is, just showing up.
0: Yeah. And so, (laughs) and it was just like this really cool, like sort of motivational video that I was like, man, that that is so true. And so like the hard part of giving up the phone for a month was like, I just need to start it. I just need to put it in the envelope and seal the envelope. Like Mm -hmm. that's the hard part. Now there's no going like now I'm here. Yeah. You know, Um, and so I, I just feel like what I'm learning as a 37 year old is that like more things in life, the the better things in life are, are hard, Mm -hmm. like parenting, marriage, following Jesus, eating well, uh, moving your body, uh, staying away from addictive patterns, like Mm -hmm. all those things are hard, but those are all the best things in life. Yes. And so it's like, we need to convince ourselves and like rewire the, you know, the, uh, pathways in our brains to understand that these things are worth it. And it's like, that is a hard, that is a hard thing to do. (laughs) And then, you're trying to do that about hard things. Like it's not hard for me to wire my brain to love sour candy. Mm, Like I can open a bag and start eating, and I'm like, I might as well finish this bag. Like it's not hard for me. What is hard for me, it's hard for me to stop. Mm -hmm. But it is definitely a hard thing for me to like, wire my brain to like want to go and sort of punish my physical body by exercise. And but then once I do that over and over and over and over and <laughs> it's over again, not
1: punishment, but
0: okay. But it feels like that. I mean, wouldn't you say it feels like punishment at times? Like when you go and have to work out super hard, you're like, no, Why I've d-? literally never thought oh, that ever before. I'm sure people have thought that. Like this is the worst.
1: Oh, I think that it's yeah. the worst, but not punishment it is the worst. That. <laughs> yeah,
0: that adds up. <laughs> Workout is the worst. Punishment equals the worst. That the law of quadratic equations. Okay, there you go. Okay. Science, um, and so. I just want to, so, so th- that's part of it. And then I thought the other part we could talk about today, uh, in the last few minutes is like, what is a hard thing right now on your list in your life that you're trying to like, you know, you're trying to show up for, mm-hmm. um, you want me to go first?
1: No, I can go. Well, let me circle back. Cause I, <laughs> again, I'm also going to butcher this. I literally don't know where I read or saw this recently, but I did. So I'm going to do my best to explain it. <laughs> There was a study done between kids in the U.S. and I think kids in Japan. That adds up. Somewhere like that. Yeah. And they watched these kids for so many years and blah, blah, blah. And when they, later in life, they followed, like they followed them for a very long time. Not literally, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Monster. <laughs> they kept, you know, <laughs> kept track of them um, and had them, you know, answer all these things and do all these things. And they studied their lives. And the... Uh, Japanese kids, I believe it was Japan, were, um, like, they were mentally, emotionally, and spiritually better off in life. Not necessarily, like, that their job was better or they had more money or whatever, but, like, they were a well-rounded, healthier person.
2: Right.
1: uh, More balanced person, more whatever person than the American kids. And they have uh, reduced it or deduced it down to that... American kids in school and growing up are not taught that life is going to be hard and that that's okay. That's Mm -hmm. part of it. And in Japan, it is part of their culture and it is part of their, uh, almost like they're part of their curriculum of like, oh yeah, life is going to be hard. And so let's learn how to deal with that now.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Japan schools that don't have janitors because the kids clean the rooms.
1: That's possible. I don't know where that is, but I believe that that's a thing somewhere. And I was just like, man, yeah. I mean, you think about it. Like if you could teach your kids early on or if we had been taught earlier on or or whatever. And I think my parents did teach me how to do some hard things. I'm not negating all of it. But just like that perspective of knowing that like, yeah, life is going to be hard and some stuff is going to feel uncomfortable (laughs) and like it's not worth it. But just because something is hard doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's very much the like a blanket statement, but like the American culture. Yeah, way. it's like
0: almost like victimhood culture is so prevalent. Like, oh, across this is so hard. Things. Therefore, yeah. it's
1: bad and it's the worst. Yeah. and I and won't do it because you do
0: it and I don't. You're shaming me or whatever. Like, you know. Yeah.
1: So I just found that interesting to tie. And, in and that with...
0: goes along with the study that uh, Josh has shared with Integrated. That like, you know, same thing. Guy followed these these this big group of people from when they were young until they were older and mm-hmm. like the health, you know, the older, healthier, like happier, joyful people. He went down the, like he figured out that like the number one thing that they were able to do was express their emotions. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you learn emotionally how, regulate. Yeah. You learn how to emotionally regulate when you know, when you like, it's the kid that throws the temper tantrum and gets exactly what he wants that is never learning how to emotionally regulate. He's not yeah. learning that like, oh, sometimes I don't get what my what I want because life is hard. He's just learning that life is easy all the time. And so mm-hmm. these Japanese students, I'm sure through school are learning, hey, we don't always get to do what we want and yeah. get it the way that we want. Yeah. We're in American schools. That definitely is sort of the vibe and the trend of where things are headed that like the kid, like sort of like the customers never wrong. And it's like, Oh, the kid's never wrong now. And it's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Kids are dumb.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah. Um, But back to your question. Um, What am I trying to do now? Yeah, What's like one hard thing
0: that you're trying to do or that's like on your Um, mind or that, you know, maybe it, it can be something that you're currently in the process of trying or that you want to try or that you're, it could even be that thing sort of like, I need to give my phone up for a month, but I'm afraid that if I say it, then I Mm. have to do it. Like, what are those things (laughs) right now?
1: I think one of the main ones is like, it's a version of what does Brooke want, but, but that, that feels so like internal and that can sound very selfish, which if you haven't been listening and you don't, you're not following along with that phrase, um, it does, I don't mean it quite like that, but like, there are a lot of times where I actually feel like I do, it's a version of your voice matters. Like, yeah. I do feel like I have something to say or something to add to a conversation or to a relationship. And I often don't say it because I don't want to make somebody feel something or I don't want to make, right. like, you know, so I really don't say a lot and I'm getting better, especially now that I can talk. Yep. Um, But there's just, yeah, there's just some relationships in my life that I feel like, man, You're a little more I,
0: hesitant to... Fully step into the giftings and the calling that God has given you.
1: Right. Yes. And I'm just, I'm trying to believe that like, even if it feels a little uncomfortable because I haven't done it in a while, like that that is, um, that it's kind of worth walking through and pushing through that discomfort because I think that... uh, Doing hard things is worth it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We can do hard things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. What about you?
0: Um, For me, I just, so, and and I think a, a really good way to describe doing hard things is like, what are the rules for your life? Mm. What are your rules about food? What are your rules about exercise? What are your rules about sleep? What have you decided once on? Yeah, what are your rules about technology and all that kind of stuff? And so it's like, we can make a rule and we sometimes break that rule many, many times, Mm -hmm. but it's like, we at least have the rule to then go back and say, okay, I- I, I'm gonna
1: reset back to this. Yeah,
0: like this was the rule I established and I've kind of swayed off course So I'm going to recalibrate and come back to this rule. And so Mm -hmm. like a lot of the hard things in life are like, what are these rules and how are we going to follow those rules? So like for us, a really easy example is like, we have a rule that on Friday night, we have a family dinner and that starts our Sabbath. And then Sabbath runs all the way through Saturday. Mm -hmm. It's like, that is a rule. That is an established rule of life that we have. It's a hard thing. It's a hard line that we have in our lives. Now, are there times like this Friday, uh, Bethke invited a bunch of guys up. He's been off island for over two months. He said I'd love to see all guys. Can we do it on Friday? Does Friday or Saturday work better? And I was like, Saturday works better, but I can make either day work. Mm-hmm. It ends up being Friday, so our family dinner is now not going to happen, or actually still might, but I might be leaving for the family movie. Yeah. And so it's like that rule is established, and it's like if if every Friday for the next six weeks we were coming up with stuff to do, it'd be like okay, we've swayed off course. Let's yeah. come back to that rule and reestablish it because it obviously matters to us and we've talked about the difference that it's made in our lives. Yeah. And so I the area that I struggle with most in terms of rules is technology. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's in my natural uh personality to want to entertain myself all the time. Like that's just a you know I'm a 7 you know and that that we have a per, per propensity? Propensity. Nice. Propensity?
1: Wow, yeah. nice that you were even going Yeah. There. It's like June she, using the word experience. Yeah. Did you notice that last yeah. time when she was telling her stories? It's like, and I'm like, wow, she's really into the word experience <laughs> <Yeah>. right now.
0: <laughs> it's great. Um, and so it's like, I need, I need rules of life for technology. And I've noticed over the last few months that I've like been on my phone way too much. It's just like always in my pocket. It's always with me. And so I, the other week I was like, I need a new rule of life that, uh, a hard line on where the phone is mm-hmm. daily. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so I decided, I was like, this is going to be my rule. If, if any children are downstairs with me, yeah. then I don't have my phone. Like it stays upstairs. Like our bedroom and our office are upstairs. The rest yeah. of our household is downstairs. And I'm like, that's a really nice disconnect. Like I, I rare, like the kids rarely play up here. They have no reason to all their stuff is downstairs. So it's yeah. like, if I'm in dad mode or in like helping with dinner and all that kind of stuff. Like there's no need for my phone. No. And so the new rule is I'm going to keep my phone upstairs. And already within a few weeks of making that rule, I can already see the difference in terms of like my engagement with Brooke, my engagement with the girls, my willingness to help. And then it's like, oh, I need to like, do I need to like, what if I get a text message? I'll just run upstairs look at my phone. Oh, I don't have one. I'll go back down. Like, yeah. you know, there's an element of like, we, we, we feel this need. And, and again, they're designed to be addictive <laughs> that like, oh, what if I miss something? What if I miss something? What if I miss something? And it's yeah. like, well, what if you miss your children growing up? Like, that's the question I have to ask. Mm. Like, what if I miss the children? My children growing up and my ability to spend time with them at a young age because i'm waiting for a text message that is insane yeah like that is absolutely backwards broken not the way it should be and <laughs> yeah. so it's like i need to establish rules that fight against this like natural cultural anxiety driven addictive addictiveness to technology and so like that's the new rule and it's yeah. hard there's yeah. definitely times where i'm like i want to sit on this comfy chair and check Instagram or like, you know, what if something funny got posted or like you know, all this kind of stuff? Yeah, and it's so it's
1: like a FOMO. What if I miss out? Yep. And what so, if I'm not included? so
0: that is definitely the rule, the hard thing or that I'm, that I'm currently establishing. And then the other hard thing that I feel like is coming more and more to the surface is like, what food am I putting in my body? Mm. Um, and, and cheese. <laughs> obviously always <laughs> um and it's like i don't want to be uh captain dream crusher and never eat fun things or right right sweet things or like like uh, i think the people that are like i've cut all sugar don't ever eat sugar it's evil it's the devil it'll kill you like i'm just like okay well life is also fun mm-hmm. so like let's maybe have some balance mm-hmm. um, or let's maybe just like not be so about it uh, <laughs> so it's like i think um I'm very like conscious. I'm becoming more and more conscious of like, okay, what is actually good for me? What is not good for me? Like, and why, and why, and and how can I like reestablish some of the, the, you know, pathways in my brain to like veer towards the healthier option and the better food. And so, and, and really the reasoning has now become like, I want to live as long as possible to be with my girls as long as I can. Yeah. And so it's like, it's become less about like, uh, like, and and I feel like giving your hard thing sort of like this big vision Mm -hmm. is definitely going to be more helpful than like, I need to eat healthy because I want to lose weight. Like that might be a byproduct of it, but the real goal is I want longevity in life. And I want the ability to play with Daisy the same way I played with June, but I'll be a lot older Mm -hmm. when Daisy is seven than June was like, that's just the reality of age. (laughs) That's how age works. Um, and so I I feel like those are the sort of the two hard things. It's like technology. What are my rules there? And I need to continue to establish them because I think that's one thing that we do with hard things is we establish one rule. And then it's like, and then we find, we find a caveat. Like I got a in-school suspension in high school because I wore rollerblades <laughs> to school one day and I got in trouble and I said, show me in the rules where it says I can't do this. <laughs> and uh it's now in the rules <laughs> but at that point it wasn't and so um you know we will Somebody
1: had decided once we the will, kids couldn't wear rollerblades we in high school
0: we will find a way to get around our rules mentally and emotionally and so yeah. it's like we need to establish them. We need to do the hard things of like, this is how I'm going to do this. And then we need to reestablish them or add the caveats or like, again, we're just like building a wall around those, like, like we're building around the wall, around the things we shouldn't do, Mm -hmm. like that will affect us negatively. And that wall is hard to build, you know? Well,
1: it takes effort. Yeah. And it takes, it's a little bit of the decide once like, okay, but now I have to actually decide. And that's not the easiest thing. But once you've put it in place, it, it is, it's a rule of life. It's a guiding, it's the bumper. Yep. It's your bumper thingies down the bowling alley of life, yeah. <laughs> like to keep you headed in the right direction.
0: And so th- those are kind of the two areas where I feel it right now is like technology mm. and sort of food, physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, and the technology is like, and the like long-term vision for the technology stuff is like, I don't want to miss this. Yeah. I want to, I don't want to be so distracted by work or by just like the addictiveness of this that I miss out on these opportunities I have with the limited time I have with the girls at such a young age. Mm-hmm. And then the health stuff is the long-term vision is like, I, I want to be around as long as I can. Obviously I can't, yeah. you know, like I can't uh, prevent some freak accident or anything, but like I can prevent right. what I can prevent and I can try to be as healthy as I can so that I can, you know, be as active as I can. And And, and there's this real audio that is trending right now. That's like, your body will give you what you ask of it. If you mm. don't ask much it won't give you much. And I feel like that has been such an encouragement to me seeing that as like mm-hmm. and I and I feel like that goes in all areas of life. Your body will give you what you ask of it. And if you don't your ask mind, much it your will heart. Your, your heart will give you what you ask of it. If you don't ask much it won't give you much. Mm-hmm. Your emotions will give you what you ask of it. If you don't ask much it won't give you much. And it's like that yeah. element like that mentality is is so helpful of like I want to ask a lot of my body because I want my body to give, give me a lot. And, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, I just like, how, how do I fuel it better? How do I, you know, like, again, am I aware of like what things don't sit well versus what things, I mean, Brooke went gluten-free this year and it's been this like incredible, like, whoa.
1: There she is. (laughs) Yeah. She's coming back. I feel a lot better. Who knew? You know? And so there's
0: this like really valuable and, but that's a hard thing to do.
1: Oh, it took a lot of effort. Yeah,
0: and it still does. Especially because
1: gluten's sneaky. It's in things you don't know about. That's sneaky, mom. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um. So yeah. So those are the two things. But
1: yeah. And
0: I would love to know from you listening. Is like, you can send it in the chat. You can send it to us on on a comment on the YouTube of like. as you listen to this conversation, there's probably a few of you that are like, oh gosh, I don't want to say it out loud. What's that thing simmering, right? Hello. I don't want to say it out loud because if if I say it out loud, then I do that. (laughs) Um, I would love to know. You can say it out loud to me or uh, honestly, I think the better option is like say it out loud to your spouse or your friend or Or your family or your mom or just like, you know, again, we're we're coming up on a new year. It's usually a lot of the time where we start to say those things out loud, but it's like it will take long-term commitment To that rule or to that Mm -hmm. hard thing that like, it it won't just happen overnight. And so like, what are the things we're going to continue to tell ourselves? This is the stat. Like, you know, I Brooke now has the freedom that if my phone ends up downstairs while the girls are there, you know, why why is it down here? Yeah, you know, yeah. And it's like yesterday I heard a phone call, so like I had to run to get it. But then but what else it's done? Like we
1: all used to do yeah, when the house phone would ring, yep. the phone's ringing. Yeah. So everybody Tell, gotta that.
2: <laughs> ah.
0: But one thing I noticed last night, especially is like put the girls down, Brooke did a target run. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, I'm just going to watch reels. Like that's what I want to do. And I felt no shame or guilt about it because it was like, this is within the rules. Yeah. Like, they're asleep. I'm down here by myself. It's I,
1: it's your form of you've you've chosen that this form is my of form of entertainment.
0: entertainment. I don't want to watch anything, I don't want to yeah. read. So it's like I don't want to play video games. So like it was just like that. What's cool is like we often think rules are going to make life more constricted. And actually, mm. I think rules again, like like a freeway, for example, like you have those guide rails, the road is established the rules are, well, this is going to move me forward. This is going to, the this rule is, is
1: what gets you from A to B. A to
0: B. And so establish those hard rules and do those hard things because that will put you down. Mm-hmm. That'll put you on the path to where you want to be. And so, you know, we talk about that kind of stuff all the time with rhythms and all that kind of stuff, but it's, yeah. it's again, it's like this, this podcast is hopefully to give you language to, to have these conversations with those in your life. So, or with yourself or with yourself, <laughs> um, but I think accountability, especially oh, with hard absolutely. things, but is always, I think so,
1: so much of me, yeah. it starts in my head of like, why yeah. am I feeling this way? I don't know how to explain it. And then once I can, I'm like, there's the language. Then I feel like I can, yeah. I can actually talk to somebody about it. And yeah.
0: what's really cool is that you have no idea what that hard thing is going to lead to. And I'll use this as an example. Mm. So, you know, we're halfway through the year and I'm like, I feel this year, you no know, Three years ago, oh, or four years ago,
1: twenty eighteen.
0: Yeah, and I feel this conviction of like, hey, you need to give up your phone for a month. And I'm like, mm. oh, that sounds no bueno. Yeah, you know, and and then I'm like, all right, you yeah, know, yeah. and then I think I said it on a podcast. I, I you said
1: it somewhere. I,
0: I think I said it on a podcast, and so I was just like, oh, well, now I said it out loud. So, mm-hmm. and then I did it, and then Brooke joined me. And yeah, and then I was like, that sounds like fun. Yeah, let's do that. And now we've done it every year Mm -hmm. since then every Mm -hmm. January and now others have joined us yeah and it's like you have no idea what that hard thing that you might be sort of like tensing or fighting against might do to you to the ones you love and to the people in your community Mm. and it's like these hard things is like a drop dropping a stone in the water and they have a ripple effect and so it's like Mm. what
1: my brain (laughs) what go ahead I was like, it's like dropping a sour candy in a bathtub. <laughs> and then I was like, what? Why? Why am I dropping your sour candy in the bathtub? I don't know. But there's a ripple effect, people.
0: <laughs> and so it's like, imagine a year or three years from now or whatever, like the ripple effect of this hard decision that you're making now. A- mm-hmm. And and you'll wish, man, like you'll look back and say. As s-
1: always, you'll wish you'd started a year ago. Yeah.
0: so. <laughs> All that to be an encouragement to you to do hard things. Yeah. And, and that to we
1: continue can. to do them. Yeah. And that hard does not mean bad. Right. As someone who can, I can often be very like black and white. I want it to be better. And if it's not better, that means it's bad. Mm-hmm. Like I can quantify things as good or bad. Very like, mostly moral, good or bad, but just like, oh, well, bad is bad. I don't want bad. I don't want right. bad in my life. And so I eliminate all discomfort and hard things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so very good.
0: That's all we've got for today. Thank you for listening. A, a reminder to you that on Black Friday, we'll be launching stuff. It'll be one day, either one day or two day earlier for subscribers. Subscribers yeah. will get first crack, a lot of limited edition stuff. It'll be the online warehouse sale, uh, the podcast collection, which we'll preview as soon as it arrives, mm-hmm. um, as well as the the print shop. And the prints are limited this year. We only have a certain amount. So right. it's like everything has a quantity cap on it so we can start shipping it right away. That was kind of the goal behind that. Yeah. But subscribers are going to get early access, and I think some of that podcast stuff will not last through the subscribers going through it. That's That's my prediction. That's very possible because it is pretty limited. Yes. So thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Okay, Okay, I I love love you. bye.
2: Bye.